Lamed Zayin Amud Beis, about 60% of the way down the Amud at the new Mishnah. Shor Shal Yisrael, Shanagach Shor Shal Hektesh. So if you have a regular person in Shor that gores the Shor that's owned by the uh, the temple, or Shal Hektesh, Shanagach Shor Shal Hedyait, Pater, there's no liability there because the whole context with which the Pasuk describes liability for one party to the other, if one's Shor gores the other, Shanamar, it refers to it as Shor Re'ehu. If you're colleagues, sure, like your your co-population uh, is sure. Uh, we darshan from that, and not if a shore shall hektish is involved, either as the uh, attacking shore or the attacked shore, period. Let's say a Jewish-owned shore gores a Gentile-owned shore, that would be Potter, the Jewish owner would be Potter for any damages. Kama Vishal Kenani, a Gentile owned shore, Shinagal Shor Yisrael, that gores a Jewish owned shore, Bain Tam Bain Muad, whether it's Tam or Muad, no distinction are made, the Gentile will have to Mishalem Nezek Shalem pay full damages. Okay, that is our Mishnah. The Gemara notes that our Mishnah must listen to Menasya de Sanya. We bring a Bryce now, goes for about five lines. It essentially repeats what we saw in our Mishnah and then brings a second opinion of Roshim Manasya. So a shor shel hedyot shenag shor shel hektosh or shel hektosh shenag shor shel hedyot is pater shenemar, like the Pasuk says, the context with which these damages between one party and the other, the damaging party versus the damaged party, is under the category of shor re'ehu, your co-population person's shor, velo, and that would not include a shor shel hektosh. Whereas, Kama, Rav Menasia, who I boxed on there, Shor Shal Hektesh, Shanagach Shor Shal Hedyot. True. If the Mazik Shor is the one that's owned by Hektesh and it damages someone, gores someone who's a, a regular person in the population, Hektesh would be Pater. However, Shal Hedyot, if it's a regular person, Shor Shanagach, that gores a ox, a Shor Shal Hektesh, Ben Tam Ben Muad, Mishalagnezik Shalem, across the board, full damages would be required. Okay. That's the end of the snake source. The Gemara has a question, which goes about six lines till last one line is Nezek. Uh, a little bit difficult to understand Rishim Menasi's opinion. Ask the Gemara now. Amri, my kasar Rishim, colon. Rishim here would be Rishim Menasi. What exactly does he hold? Colon. E, I squiggle underline the word E. We know what the Pasuk says. The Pasuk uses the term Shor Re'ehu, under which these damage issues take place. Now, is Re'ehu, when it says the ox of your... Uh, fellow, dafka, that means specifically only that, afilu shel hedyot, that dafka only shel hedyot, shenagach shel hektesh, lipater, then even a hedyot does a hektesh. In other words, if hektesh isn't in the equation, then even a regular person short of course a hektesh short should be pater. On the other hand, ve'i, I squiggle another the word ve'i, ve'i re'ehu lav dafka, if shoreyehu is just sort of like a, a matter of speech, for not to be taken like literally, then if you look to hektish nami, kinak to hedjot Well, then, if a hektish shore gores a regular person shore, it should also be chayiv. In other words, either both should be chayiv or both should be pater. Vechitema. I vectored the vechitema, and three lines later, first word line is de mechayiv, the next word is dayo, I also vectored the daya. So vechitema, if you want to try to say lo'ilam kesavar. That really, Rav Shemanas is of the opinion that re'ehu dafka, means specifically just a another fellow person in the population, umihu de hedyo, when it's a regular person, kinagach de hektish, hainu taima, this would be the reason de mechayiv, mishum de kamaisi le'i mikalva chaymer, de hedyo. 
You know why? Because you use Kalvachimer logic to tell you the following, colon, ma hedyot. If you have a regular person, shenaga shel hedyot, that gores the ox of another regular person, chai if he is liable, ki nagach de hektish, if he gores holy temple, sure, loy kol shekein de mechayev, not all the more sleepy chayev. Well, that Kalvachimer logic could be rejected with the basic principle of dayo. Dayo is, it's enough. If I'm learning from a source to learn whatever the source had taught, and not increase it. Dayo le bamin hadin, from that which is derived from logic, liois ke nodoin, to be like that which it is learned from. And it would be like following. Colon, malahalan, just like a regular person, tam, a shore of a reg, a tam, he's chatsi nezek, hachanami, it would be chatsi nezek. Kama, ela, amareish lakish ha kol hayu bichlal nezek shalim. Really, everyone was shayach to nezek shalim, full damage payment. Basically, if I have something I'm responsible for to damage, I have to pay the full payment. The Torah made an exception. Keshepirates, when there was an exception or uh, specified a case, when it said, quote, end quote, Reyehu, connector Gabe Tam, the Shor Reyehu term is used in the context of a short Tom, not a Shur by the way, but a short Tom. That's where we say Reyehu, who did Tom Mishalom Chatzinazek? You know what? Your short gourd, another Jew shore. Oh, that's where there's this exceptional case of getting away with half damages. Kama Michal de Hektish, it sounds very much like Hektish, whether it's Tom or whether it's Muad, Mishalim Nezik Shalim. Deim Kane. Now that Deim Kane, even though it's the first words on Lamed Chesimad Aleph, is really a Rashi um, back on the previous Lamed Zainod base. Let's actually see that Rashi. We'll actually read the top line. Deim Kane, Nichtoiv Krala, Hairehu, Gabe Muad. The term um, shoreyehu, the reyehu term, which indicates co-religionist or, or co-population um, um, member, should have been written by Mo. It says the Rashi back on the previous Amud, if what we're trying to suggest is that it would be Patrim having to pay hektish at all, ba let it have written the term reyehu in the context of a shore muad, kama, aval hektish, behediot, patr. That for sure would be part of the hektish afilu bechlal muad lo haya deleka lememar vehuad bevalav because you can't say that there was a, 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 a case of where it was worn by the owners. The kolshekain betam underline the kolshekain betam dechsev vechiyik of shor ish and that's pretty clear. We're talking about the shor owned by an individual, not by hektish. Back up to Lamed Chesamet Aleph on the second line. We quote uh, line plus a word, put in right angle. Shor shal Yisrael shenagal shor shal Kenani is Pater. That was the uh, second part of the Mishnah. Now, again, it's a little bit hard to understand. Amri, Mimanav Shach, colon. We have a question here. E, I squiggle on the word E. When it says Shor Reyehu, is E Reyehu, is Davk means specifically co-religionist, then the Kenani, Kinagach de Yisrael, if you have a Gentile's ox courting a Jew's ox, Namili Pater, then he should also be Pater, because they're not in the realm of having Shaykhs to damage payments or receiving damage payments. V'i, I squiggle around the word V'i, V'i, Reyu, Lav Dafka, then I feel Yisrael, Kinagach de Kenani, Nechayev. If it's Lav Dafka, it means like any other human being, then the Jews should have to pay Gentiles, and Gentiles should have to pay Jews equally. So how do we understand this? What's going on? Well, Amra Bavo, Amar Kral, the Pasuk says, it's a Pasuk from Chabkuk, Perak Gimel, Pasuk Vav, Amar Vimoyded Eretz, Ra'a Vayater Lahem. 
He stood up, he with a capital H, like Hashem stood up and judged the land, literally like measured, or we say judge the land. Ra'a vayater goyim. He saw, in other words, whatever he saw when he judged, and then he vayater, is like mutter lahatir, he released the Gentiles. What are we talking about there? Ra'a sheva mitzvahs. Hashem took a look at the seven Noahite laws, shekiblu aleim b'nei Noach, once Hashem saw, ooh, they weren't fulfilling their uh, obligation, they weren't doing those mitzvahs, Ahmad, so Hashem, so to speak, stood up, in this particular circumstance, that a uh, Gentile uh, would have to pay full uh, damages in all cases. Kama. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi says from this pasuk, pasuk in Chumash, it says, Hashem, Lahofia, like he, he 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 appeared, he revealed from Har Paran. What was Paran? Mi Paran Hoifia Mamainan Israel from Paran, which was uh, like by Har Sinai, he exposed or we'll say maybe made possibly available the <coughs> certain assets of the Goyim to the Jews. Tananami Hakri with a Braisa goes for three lines and also brings out this point. Starts here. Shorshali Israel, Shnagal Shorsha Kanani. Potter, whether it's Tom, whether it's Muad, Mishalem, Nezek, Shalem. Shanamar, the Pasuk says, and these are the two Pasuk we had up above. Here's the first quote Amad, Vimoideid Eretz, Ra, Vayater, Gayim, and quote, Ve'imer, I squiggle underline the word Ve'imer, and here's another Pasuk, Haifiyam, Har Paran. That's the end of the quote of the Pasuk, that's the end of the Brisa. Why did we need two Psukim in the Brisa. Now, when we got the two Psukim before, it was two different Mandamrim, but why would the Brisa itself bring these two Psukim? There must have been something something lacking, potentially, with the first Pasuk. So, answers the Gemara Vechitei Mahai, if you want to say, if you only had the first Pasuk of Ahmad Vimoideid Eretz, that those three words quote, that you might say, oh, we need that for something else. We need it for either, I underline the Kedra of Masna, or I underline separately Kedra of Yosef, and we'll see both of them shortly. That's why then the Bryce would bring another Pasuk, Tashma come in here from the Pasuk at the end of Devarim. Three word quote, which equals me, Okay, now what is this Rav Masna and this Rav Yosef that you might have thought you're using the Pasuk uh, for something else? So my Adrav Masna, well, Damar of Masna, I circled Rav Masna over here, and four lines later, the first word of the line is Damar of Yosef, I circled Rav Yosef. These are the two uh, alternative drushes for the Ahmad Vimoyed Eretz Pasuk. Damar of Masna, quote, uh, Ahmad Vimoyed Eretz, Ra'a, etc. Ma Ra'a, what exactly did the Lord see? Well, Ra'a Shem is Shenitztavo and Bein Nayach, Veloi Kaimum. He saw the seven Noachite laws that the Gentiles were given, and they, they weren't fulfilling them. Amad, so what did Hashem do? He, so to speak, stood up, and he exiled certain Gentile nations from their land. Okay, so we see exile. Well, where do we see that the word vayatir has anything to do with exile? Vayatir usually means like to untie or undo. My mashmas, the Gemara, therefore, Dahai vayatir is a lishna, a lushna, a term which indicates the igluyehu of exile. Well, ksiv hacha, says here, Vayater Gayim, Uksiv Hasam, it says by the uh, clo- uh, those kosher flying uh, shratzim that have those big jumping legs in the back, it, it uses the term Linater Bahen Ala Aretz. So that word Linater, Umetargeim, what's Linater? Lekafza Bahen Ala Aretz, to like jump to faraway places. So that, that term, Vayatir, mean would be to take a group of people to a faraway place. 
period. My Rav Yosef question mark. Well, Dom Rav Yosef, here's the Rav Yosef, and same pasuk, uh, quote, Amad v'moyed Eretz, Ra'a, etc. My Ra'a, what exactly did Hashem see? Well, Ra'a, same thing. The Shev Mitzvah Shekib L'Aleim Neinayach V'Leikimum, Kama, Amad, here, the way Rav Yosef understands it is a little bit different. What did uh, Hashem do, so to speak, in response to that? Amad v'hetir on lahen, and he basically, uh, okay, fine, so uh, you don't uh, keep them anymore. You don't, uh, you don't, like, they're not mitzvahs anymore for you. He was matir, those responsibilities that the Goyim had up until that point. So the Gemara asks, incredulously, Iskuri, Iskar, one second. They had a responsibility to keep the Shemitz Noach. They did. And so Hashem says, okay, so you don't keep the Shemitz Noach. So that in the Zguri Eskar, they get a scar for that? that. That's like a reward. You're supposed to do something, you don't do it. So, okay, fine, you don't have to do it. Well, then, and we know that doesn't happen. Somebody who did something wrong is going to benefit. And no, no, it doesn't work that way. So Amar Brid Ravna, he explains that what Hashem did, the change was, even if they actively fulfill the Noach, which before that time, if they had, they would receive a certain reward. If they do now, they actually do not receive reward. Interestingly enough, uh, could very well be that uh, they still get punishment if they don't keep it, but they don't get the same level of reward if they do keep it. So the Gemara asks, really, Velo, question mark, comma, Vehatanya, we have a brisa, goes uh, almost three lines, and uh, seems to indicate that there is a reward. So uh, says this Tanaic source from Meirimer Minayin. How do you know Shafilu Nachri? Even a Gentile Vaisik Batera, and he involves himself in, I guess, the Torah learning that's Shaykh for him. Shu Gadol, he's like the high priest. Well, Tamalim, Rather Pasuk says, Asher Yaase Oisam Ha Adam Vechai Bahem, that they are done by the, by man, we'll say it's like all humanity, Vechai Bahem, and they can live through them. Now, it didn't say Kohanim or Levim Yisraelim Loinem Arkan Ella. Now, really, probably should say Ha-Adam, because it's actually Adam kind of indicates only Jews, but Ha-Adam indicates Goyim. Either way, that term Adam, Ha-Lamadetze, comes to teach you, even a Gentile who uh, learns to see what he has to do, that sounds very much like, uh, and it's from Mayer saying it, by the way, which is um, well after the Sinai experience, about 1,500 years. So the Gemara uh, clarifies Amri, like a mitzvah. So the bottom line is, Goyim will get reward for doing the mitzvahs. However, they're not going to receive the higher level of reward, which comes to somebody who, because we have Yetzirah and we tend to want to be like uh, contrarians, the mitzvah voice, the one who is commanded and does that, they're not going to get the schar for. Rather, they'll get schar on the level, on a lower level, but they'll still get schar as though somebody is not commanded to do something and still does it. Gadol, greater because we're human beings with bodies and Yitzhahara's, is a mitzvah, is the one who is commanded to do something and goes ahead and does it, yoiser, even more than misha'in a mitzvah, than someone who's not commanded and does it. Tan Rabbana, and the Gemara brings a brisa that goes almost six lines, starts here. Kfar Shalcham Malchus Roymi, the Roman officials, they were the uh, ruling power at that time, they sent Shnei Sardiotos to... Um, I guess maybe text experts, uh, officers, Eitzel the Chachm Yisrael to the um, wise men of Israel. And uh, they requested, Lamdunu Tayraschem, teach us your Torah. Well, Karu Vishanu Vishilshul, either they did it once, twice, three times, or maybe they also thought the Mishnah and Gemara. Bishas Pti Rasan, Amru Lahen. And as they were uh, parting from each other, the uh, 
two Roman officers and the Jews, the uh, Roman officers uh, concluded the following. They said, We were very precise. We examined precisely your entire y'all's Torah of MSU, and it is true, except for the following. That you say, and that was the only thing that they had a challenge understanding because they had the issue, which is actually, that's the issue the Gemara had up above, comma, connector, shach, colon, e, I squiggle, and the word e, if the word re'ehu, end quote, is davka, means specifically only Jew to another Jew, then if you live the Canaanite Nagat Israeli Potter, then if a Gentile owned shore gores a Jewish owned shore, it should be Potter, because they're not two Jews. Ve'i, I squeal under the word Ve'i, Re'u, Lav Dafka, then Afilid Israel Kinagat Kanani Lechayev, then even if a Jew's shore gores a Gentile shore, it should be yes, Chayev. Ve'davarze, Enanumoidin, Oisel, the Malchus. But don't worry, guys, we're not going to let that little issue be known to the official government authorities. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Uh, period. Rav Shmuel Bar Yehudu, I underline, Shriva Le Barta, unfortunately, his daughter died, passed away. Kama, Amrle Rabbanan Le Ula, I underlined Ula, the other uh, Rabbanan, said to Ula, was one of the Chashwa uh, Rabbanan, they said, uh, quote, Kum Nezil Ninchame, end quote. Uh, get up, let us go, and we'll be Menachem, and we'll console uh, Shmuel Bar Yehuda. Amrlehu said Bekula to the rabbis, My Isli Gabe Nechemta de Bavloi. I don't have any shaykhs to the uh, consolation or the consolation or the consoling of that Babylonian. Digidufahu, he's a blasphemous individual. Damri, my Efshur Lemaaved. Because at that, uh, the, the, like, what could we have done? Like, oh, Oy, we couldn't have done anything, which sounds very much like if ha efsher lema aved if we could have done something, so to speak, to save his daughter, then we would have. But that's blasphemous because Hashem wants the girl dead. The girl is going to be dead regardless of what people do. Okay, but it seems like he went on his own anyway. Ula, that is Azal, who lechudai he went alone. Gabe to uh, um, Shmuel Bar Yehuda, Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda, Amarle. And uh, he got there, and he quoted the following pasuk in Dvarim. It says, "Vayemer Hashem, a lie." The Lord said to me, uh, referring to Moshe, "Al tatsaras mayev al tiskar ba milchama." Don't oppress the Moabites. This is when the Jewish people were in the desert. Ve'al tisgar ba milchama. Don't incite them. Don't start up with them to uh, to make a war. Ve'chi ma'alal dal to Yisrael Moshe. Why would Moshe think la'asayis milchama shloim b'rishus? Like why is Hashem to tell him, "Don't don't fight them." Like Moshe was thinking of fighting them? Ella? Yeah, he was. You know why? Nasa Moshe Moshe had made a Kavachimer as follows. Amaruma, Midyanim Azoras Mayav. Remember, the Midyanim, they came just to help Moab, maybe to uh, curse the Jewish people. Amra Tarin, the Torah is very clear, and it says, You should uh, lay siege, oppress the uh, Midianites, and basically kill them. Then colon or comma moyovim the Moabites atzman like kol shikain they were the ones who who caused the Jewish people to sin. That was Moshe's thought process, and to that Amalei Kadosh Baruch Hu, the Lord said to Moses, uh, "Well, not the way that you look at things is the way I look at things." Lo kisha alsa al daatcha alsa al daati. Not the way that you think uh, reality is is the way that I do. Shtei preidos toivos yeshli. I have two beautiful little birdies, two beautiful little nishamot, lahotzi mehen, to come from uh, Ammon and Moab. Those are the two peoples 
that, well, at least Moab, that uh, Moshe was thinking of uh, attacking. Uh, who are these people? Rus HaMoavia and Nama HaAmoinis. And they were both uh, converts. That's what the Lord said back to Moses. And continues. This is all part of the uh, Nechama that Ula is giving to Shmuel Bar Yehuda. Uh, Shmuel Bar Yehuda's daughter passed away. So says Ula Varam, can we not make a Kavachaymer? Umma Bishvil Shtei Prater is just for two little birdies that are to come in many future generations. Uh, the Lord had mercy on two significant nations and didn't destroy them just because of one little future generation many, many years to come. Then Bitoy Shal Rebbe, all the more so the daughter of Rebbe Sherehi, if she was kosher, Ura he and there was anything good that would have come from her, all the more so she would be alive, but she's not and she's dead. Now, that could be extremely negative. That could also be a way of saying she fulfilled her tafkid. In other words, clearly, if she had anything more to do, she'd still be here. But if she didn't, she must have totally fulfilled whatever her tafkid was. Uh, the Lord does not hold back the uh, reward from any creature of Yiluskar Sichana, even um, sensitive speech, uh, using your uh, ability to speak properly. And here's how we see it. Remember, there were two uh, girls. It was the older sister and the younger sister, and they thought that the world was destroyed, and each one of them decided to sleep with uh, her father and become pregnant. Um, so the Bechira, the older daughter, de Ka'amra, she uh, named uh, uh, her, her son Moab, um, which basically means from daddy, Amar la So the Lord says to Moses, um, later on in Sefer Dvarim at the beginning when it says, Al Tatseres Moab, Al Tiskarbam Milchama. I don't underline Milchama. So Moshe is told uh, they're about to come to the uh, Moabites. Don't oppress them and don't incite uh, to like start a war with them, which is pretty clear. Milchama who deloy. So you don't start a full fledged war to kill them all. Ha, and Garia but you could certainly turn them into uh, a slave workforce. As opposed to Kama the Tseira, on the the younger daughter, De Kamra, she uh, called her son a much more subtle name, uh, referring the incident which uh, through which he was conceived, Ben Ami, a son of my nation. Amar Le Baruch Hu, or Amar La said, Amar Lo Yakadosh Baruch Hu regarding Amon in the future. Um, the Lord tells Moses, Vikaravta Mul Amon. When you get close to the Amon people, don't uh, start up with them, don't impress them. That doesn't say it just says and, and don't like incite against them, which sounds like klal. That's the uh, Gemara saying, which is don't even make uh, the Ammonites, Ammon, to be a uh, workforce for the Jewish people. Period. A person, if he can do a mitzvah earlier, better to do it earlier. Because of that one night, that the older daughter uh, slept with her father to uh, procreate when they thought there was nothing left in the world. Um, her descendants were able to um, come into the Jewish people, become converts uh, four generations earlier. Number one, Ovid. Number two, Yishan. Number three, David. Number four, Shlomo. Because um, he had Ovid, um, Boaz, um, married Rus. Rus had converted to Judaism. There was one generation Ovid, two was Jesse, three David, four, Shlomo. The younger uh, daughter back in um, the uh, uh, Lot story, um, 
Ad Rechavam, only until Rechavam, who was the son of Shlomo, the son of Shlomo, his mother's name was Naama Hamonis, the Amoni, and so it took four generations later for Amon to have a representative convert and become part of the Jewish people. Period. Tan the Gemara brings a brice that goes about six lines till the end of the line that says Shalit. Shor shall Yisrael, Shenagak Shor shall Kusi, underline Kusi, a Jewish owned shore gores a Kuthian owned shore. And Kusim, we know throughout the shots, it's different opinions. They are either full fledged Jewish converts, questionable Jewish converts, total Goyim. So let's see what we say over here. A Jewish owned shore gores a shore of a Kusi putter. Okay, if it's going to be putter, then we're probably um, not. Uh, looking at them the same way as uh, regular Jews, we'll see why. Vishal Kusi, a Kuthion shore, Shinagach shore shall Yisroel, Tam Mishalim Chatzinezik. If it's a uh, Kuthion owned uh, shore that is a Tam, it pays Chatzinezik. Kama Umuad, if it's a full fledged Muad, have been worn previously, Mishalim pays a full damages, Nezek Shalim. Kama Rebbe Mayer, we box for Mayer's name, Rebbe Mayer, shore shall Yisroel, the Jewish owned shore, Shinagach shore shall Kusi indeed is Potter. However, comma, a shor shall kusi, a kusi on shor shenagal shor shal Yisrael. We don't make this distinction between Tam and Muad. Rather, they all pay full damages. Ben Tam, Ben Muad, Mishalim, Nezik Shalim. That's the end of the Tanaic source. The Gemara asks a question now on Shittas Rebbe Meir. The question starts here. I put a question mark in the margin. Goes down about six lines. First word of line is Rebbe Meir. Ask the Gemara. Lememra, is that? That seems to indicate from the price we just finished to suffer up Meir that Kusim, were they genuine converts or not? Apparently not. Kusim gere ariotem. They were converts because it was this plague of lions and they got afraid and that's why they took on Jewish practice, but not that they were genuine converts. In other words, they're basically Gentiles. That seems to be what Rabbi Meir holds. Really? Question mark. or Remini, we have a uh, just over four lines in a source that would seem to indicate otherwise. This next source is dealing with uh, menstrual blood. We know that uh, a, a woman who's menstruating, a Jewish woman who's menstruating, the, the blood is very tummy. How about if there is a, a piece of material that has uh, a menstrual blood stain on it? Uh, is that going to be tummy? So, Mida Arisa, um, only Jewish menstrual blood is tummy, but not uh, Gentile menstrual blood. And therefore, if it's not the actual blood that you saw flowing from the area, but rather Kol HaKetamim, it's just a blood stain that... Uh, came from that area, Habaim, and you don't know which type of, uh, which woman it came from. So we're going to have three possibilities. A, I double underline Rekem. Two lines later, at the beginning of the line, I double underline Mibain Hanachrim and call that B. And in the middle of that line, when it says Mibain Yisrael Ben Akusim, I call that C. So let's go back to the beginning of this Tanakh source. You have a piece of material. It has a uh, menstrual blood stain on it. It came from Rechem. It would be Tahirim. Uh, Rechem is a majority Gentile. You could assume it's from a Gentile, and therefore it is Tahor. Uh, Rabbi Yehuda uh, actually might have a different opinion. I don't Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda metame. He says, no, it would be Tame. Why? They actually did convert to Judaism. They just are mistaken in their practices. I don't know. They got some like uh, reform rabbi that they're following, but they, they were, the conversion was good. Kama. Uh, B. We double in line Hanachrim. If it's a uh, piece of material that has a menstrual blood stain on it uh, from Gentiles, then for sure it's Tahirim. Uh, everyone agrees Tahor. Kama. Category C. And I squiggle underline the next six words. Mi ben Yisrael, umi ben akusim. If you have a, a piece of material with a menstrual blood stain on it, whether it's from a Jewish area or from a Kusi area, Rebbe Meir, we box from Meir, he would mitame. 
Okay, that's pretty clear that Reb Meir seems to be giving Kusim like uh, Jewish status. Let's do one more line in the Tanaic source. we box the Chachamim, the Chachamim Metaharin. They're going to be Metahar because anytime you find one of these uh, pieces of material with blood on it, it's probably assumed it's not Jewish owned because Jews would be uh, very discreet uh, with those uh, things. The Chachamim Metaharin, Shaloi Nech Shadu. Al and the uh, Jewish people are not uh, suspect of leaving it around. Uh, they would uh, bury it somewhere uh, out of sight, out of mind. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Connector Alma Kasavra Mayor seems pretty clear from the Tanaic source we just finished reading that Kusim are Gerei Emesim because it lopped together Jews and Kusim with the same halakhic status. Well, Amrabavau, Surabavo explains what's going on over here. Knasu Shekanas Mayor Bemamainam Shaluyitmu Behen. That actually what's going on is it is a knas. Now, it's a little bit of a bigger knas than the Tanakhama, but it's still a knas that Rabbi Meir constants. We essentially don't want Jews mixing together with kusim, and therefore it's a knas on, on what they have, so as not to uh, bring uh, them coming into each other or having a relationship with each other, Jews and kusim, that is. Masar Rabzeira, Rabzeira, the following Tanaic source, he has a question on this because this Tanaic source goes about two lines and says as follows. Uh, this is regarding the 50 shekel, that if a man is ma'anes, he uh, violates a woman, he has to pay 50 shekel. Uh, who who are the, the women, who are the nairas, the young ladies who are included uh, in this uh, issue? Ve'elu nairas shi'eshlan kanas, this is a kanas payment. Kolin haba al ha-mamzeris, even if the female is a mamzeris, in other words, not necessarily full-fledged uh, uh, genealogically kosher uh, Jewish girl, Ve'al Hanesina, another problematic category, Ve'al HaKusis, oh, and even a Kusis. Now, that's the end of the snake source, common connector, If you want to try to say, Kanis Rameir B'mamainam, that no, Rameir wants to keep uh, Jews and Kusim away from each other um, by saying that their um, you know assets um, might be seized, uh, and therefore they'll be discouraged from hanging out with uh, Jews and Kusim, Kusim and Jews. How are you going to let Kusi young ladies uh, get a significant payment from a Jewish man who was ma'anes them? That will encourage the uh, the, the mixing, and, and we don't want that. Well, Amr Abaye, Abaye says, true, we don't want that, but what we also uh, don't want is a Jewish man who's ma'an, is a kusis, to get away without having to pay the money. And Amar therefore, Kedesha lo yichaita nisker. So it's not to have somebody who did something horrible. He was some Jewish man, who's ma'an, say, kusis woman, so he has to pay up. Okay, well, why don't we just say, okay, he has to pay up, but maybe don't give it to the kusi, give it to some sort of uh, poor person. Venez fele'aniim? Question mark. Amar of Marie. Well, mishum dave maman she'en la'yotoyven. The issue is over here that there would be no one really to be in charge of the money, and any guy that would come and say, or any poor person that would come and say, give it to me, the person could clearly say, well, why should I give it to you? I'll give it to another poor person. Bottom line, the only way to make uh, the uh, person pay up is if he has to pay the victim, and the victim, even if the victim has to be a kusis, will make an uh, exception in that case. Adkan.